Hello, you're listening to our live podcast that we did for Pride 48 2011 on the 18th of September. We did it going out live over the internet and to a live audience in Las Vegas, which sounds pretty exciting, but uh, didn't quite work exactly as we planned. But they were great. Listen, here they are now. Hey, thank you very much, guys. Problem was, once we actually started talking to them, we sounded like robots and uh, got numerous robotic complaints. So we stopped. All that will become apparent when you actually listen to it. But what I want to pre-warn you about is that for the first, like, ten minutes of this, we sound like robots. So if you can put up with that, then by all means go ahead. If you can't, then just skip ahead, like, ten minutes or something, and it's back to normal. But here it is. I hope you enjoy our Pride 48 live show 2011, all about Las Vegas. A book about everything So many things that we can explore Documented in a series of podcasts I'm not sure what we're doing this for Flat 29's big book of everything Burn all the textbooks cause they're obsolete It's our attempt to rewrite history By making podcasts every other week Hi, Las Vegas. We're Flat29. We are here talking about Vegas. We're talking all about Las Vegas. Uh, And welcome to our Big Book of Everything chapter on Las Vegas, going out live on the internet to everyone listening at pride48.com and to an audience of Pride48 listeners in Vegas. Yeah, this is the bit where we turn into robots. This bit now. But yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to talk, talk about, about Las Vegas and what better place to start than the world of gambling. Because Rich, have you ever done any gambling? I have done some gambling. I've done some low-risk gambling um, with these penny machines. I'll briefly describe for you, Dan. Please do. You put in a 1p pence piece, yeah, one English pence piece, yeah. straight from the Queen, yeah. and... It goes into a machine, and many other one-pence pieces merely drop from the chute. <laughs> what are all the one-pences doing there? Um, I think it's where it's, the Queen doesn't actually have her own piss. She distributes them in arcade machines throughout the land. <laughs> so you've never done, uh, have you played the National Lottery? That's a kind of gamble. I don't like the lottery, because you could win loads of money. <laughs> He wants money. What are you going to do with money? You're going to gamble it away. Exactly. So I just don't join in because that's the best scheme. Don't join in and you'll never win. You know where you are with that. It's true. That's my overarching problem with gambling is you don't know what's going to happen. That is the main problem. That's one of your... Would you say that's an overarching theme of life? Don't try because you might fail. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Don't even try. Just <laughs> give up now. Should we stop now? <laughs> All right, bye. 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 But, but, but people, people in Vegas, Vegas I'd be interested to know by way of noise who's been, been doing some gambling. gambling. Yeah, and who's already lost all of the money they came with? Hey, one guy. Excellent. <laughs> Can anyone else help that guy out? <laughs> With money. With money or just support, <laughs> emotional support. I don't I don't think we have the one P slot machines here. No. We're, we're not entirely... 
Isn't isn't a pea a vegetable? It is. It is. In, in England, England, though, we, we use them, them as money. We, we just, just trade but don't a vegetable. Um, would you like a tech update? Right. Here's how it's apparently going. When we first started, we sounded okay. And then when you added the, the Americans, you went quieter and reverby. And on the Americans, loud and clear. So thanks, Americans. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a little bit of talking to you guys, then we'll take you guys out and uh, talk to Wine you, dying you, take you out around Vegas, get to the big pyramid. Yeah, and uh, that'd be great. So, gambling. Gambling's not exciting enough. I think we should gamble more on everyday events, like when are we going to die? Tomorrow? I'll put a tenner on it. Um, I haven't got an answer, but we'll find out tomorrow. Actually, that's a bad gamble, isn't it? Because then your money just goes to your own estate. Yeah, we should be like your next of kin. And I hate my next of kin. I hate your next of kin. Well, that would be more exciting, Dan. Yeah, so we're talking about gambling on life events. Gambling on your own Gambling on cards is weird, isn't it? Gamble on organs. <laughs> I bet my spleen on this round. And then you just get an amateur surgeon on hand to do all the surgery. That's gambling. That's proper gambling. <laughs> You've not been properly gambling unless you've had a minor bypass surgery. Yeah, exactly. Well, that would get me into gambling more. Yeah. So, but earlier you were saying that there was too much risk. Now you're saying actually there's not enough risk. No, there's not. Let's make it more exciting. <laughs> so there's kind of a spot in the middle where it's risky, but still a bit boring. You want it to be either very safe or totally off the wall, batshit crazy risky. Well, if it was really crazy and risky, then I wouldn't be so sad <laughs> in not doing gambling because people would go, what are you doing? Is that what they say? I'm not quite sure what, what they say. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Ladies, <laughs> um, you know. Um, I've done, what, what have I done? done? I, I went, went to the Ascot. Do you know Ascot? That's a horse race. A horse racing event. I went there. And did I, you bet on a horse? I bet on a horse and uh, the horse lost. And I lost, I think, about three or four pounds. And I've never gambled since. <laughs> but that's, you're betting on the life of a horse a little bit. Because, you know, <laughs> if that horse loses, it gets shot. I think. That's true, yeah. So, I think gamble on horses. Gamble on things that are dead already. <laughs> like, your career, Dan. <laughs> gamble on decomposing corpses. Which of them is going to? <laughs> gamble on the morgue. <laughs> that sounds like uh, uh, the title of a novel. Yeah. <laughs> Tennessee Williams presents Gamble on the Morgue. I think we should do a musical about that. Flat 29 have a fortnightly podcast. I download it quick because my broadband is so fast. Flat 29 have a podcast. I download it from the end to end to end. Turn it up, 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 We tried adjusting some settings to turn us back into humans, but as you will hear, it doesn't work. 
But in about 30 seconds time, it will go back into normal mode by simply us hanging up on the live audience in Vegas, which is always a good thing to do in a live situation. Simply ignore, turn your back on your audience and cut off any mode of communication with them or any way of them hearing you. That's what we did. And so in about 30 seconds time, it will go back to normal. You can go back to listening to it normally. We'll all have a lovely normal time. So, so what, what about, about weddings? Vegas is famous for uh, quick, quick weddings. weddings. Hasty, Hasty weddings. Let's, Let's go, go and have, have a wedding. wedding. Bang. Bang. Get, Bang. In Vegas. get in there, get it done, and then get crazy. Um, don't tell your mum. No one tells their mum when they have a wedding in Vegas. They don't invite their family to there. And they're like... It's, it's a, a way, way to get, get away from, from your mum, if anything. They pick up some crazy guy off the street and he's the witness. Oh, are they? Yeah. Right. right. So, so is, yeah. there any, is there any criteria whatsoever? No. <laughs> the only criteria is to think outside the box because you can't have a too normal wedding in Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to very quickly say that Rich, we've got a tiny bit of an update. Sounds the same. So I'm going I'm to try one more thing, which is actually, uh, Dan, your brewer, I'm going to hang up on you. I'm very sorry. You've been a lovely man to me. How dare you? We'll see if we can just work literally just by typing, you know, talk, talking into the microphone. Old school style, keeping it old school. Um, we'll see if that works. Are we going to type in the microphone? Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully this is working now. Right. Um, so sorry, Rich. We were talking about the criteria for weddings. Yes. In Vegas, you can't prepare anything. You can't even prepare the bride and groom. <laughs> They've got to be dragged off the street as well. Are they allowed to know each other? No. No. <laughs> And then, but they must be related. <laughs> <laughs> On how many levels? Can they be second, third cousins? Does it have to be immediate family? It has to be immediate family, <laughs> but they can't know each other. Do you know what? This... this... <laughs> So they have to be estranged relatives, but but related very closely. Yeah. This makes the whole um, Ross and Rachel wedding on Friends a lot more sinister. It does, doesn't it? So how are they related? They're related. They're just, um, they've got an affinity with each other. <laughs> They're emotionally related. <laughs> right, guys, I've got, I, I have, now this is my last, this is my last tech update for now, because I'm, I'm keep coming back to it, but I've got a lot of pizza in saying it now sounds perfect. It now sounds really good. So I think we're going to go with this. Thanks, Vegas. You, you were lovely. Hopefully you can still, uh, you can still possibly hear us. Uh, we really enjoyed you. We enjoyed you. We enjoyed your company. We love you we want you it felt warm yeah um so the 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 wedding scandal the wedding scandal but having a um an impromptu wedding or a hasty quick wedding is is all well and good but are there any other life ceremonies that we should be able to do like that at the drop of a wedding hat like a a quick funeral bang hasty funeral hastily organized funeral yeah so hastily organize your Already it's still alive. <laughs> that is hasty. <laughs> so we could go down ourselves, potentially, couldn't we? Yeah. Yeah, um, and have a quick funeral. Maybe you could get a coffin that stabs you in the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on. And then 
the first half of the service, you talk about you in the present tense. Yeah. And the second half, you talk about you in the past tense. Okay. It's a celebration <laughs> of life and death. Are you allowed to contribute to the first half from inside <laughs> the coffin yeah. before the spike descends? You sit up and you take questions from the crowd. <laughs> The crowd don't know you. <laughs> why? I don't know why there has to be this forced anonymity. Yeah. That's Vegas, man. That's what happens. Oh, that's I've what happens. I've not been, and that's definitely what happens. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, we've got some people tweeting in, and tweeting is the best way of getting in contact with us at the moment, at Flat29, uh, saying, where is Charlie? And you're absolutely right. Charlie's not here at the moment. We're going to try and get Charlie on a little bit later. Unfortunately, he's gone to Vegas, and he's in a coffin. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> He's going to be delivering the first half of his eulogy. Then he's going to be stabbed, <laughs> and then, then we'll then we'll then sum we'll up his talk life. About him in the past tense. <laughs> no, he couldn't make it unfortunately today because he's uh, he's got an important meeting with some business execs. So uh, unfortunately, he couldn't make it. But we are going to get him on on Skype. Obviously, that worked so well when we did it a minute ago. <laughs> so we'll see. It'll work. <laughs> we'll try and get him on soon. But um, so. The funeral idea, I like it. What about any other kind of ceremonies? What about a, a birthday party? Birthday? Yeah. yeah. That's not too bad. You could get... Um, because a lot of... I imagine, or I know, that a lot of adults go down to Vegas for a party time, probably yeah. away from their kids. Yeah. Bring the kids along. Okay. Little eight-year-old Timmy. It's his birthday. Wasted on cocaine. Taken to the casino. Red yep. or black. It's easy. <laughs> a kid could understand that. <laughs> here's your college friend um, put it all on whatever horse you like the look of yeah you know let's make it fun for the kids yeah fun party and then afterwards nightclub yeah <laughs> and to bed by by half nine <laughs> in the morning whoa what <laughs> what <laughs> because um well i mean organizing a birthday party for a child has got to be quite time consuming hasn't it if you're putting together a, for timmy let's yeah. say our hypothetical nine-year-old timmy he wants to have a birthday party they're so demanding they want their friends they want cake they want a clown and shit they want a bouncy castle fuck up just go to vegas just go to vegas that sort of thing's just happening on the street yeah it's <laughs> bouncy Clowns. castles occur naturally in vegas and that all of the um <laughs> Homeless people are clowns. <laughs> Down on their luck, clowns. <laughs> but they've got the sad mouth printed on yeah. instead of the happy mouth. But the kids love that. The kids love a oh, tragic no. clown. <laughs> I feel like I might have insulted the uh, clowns people. And clowns. Las Vegas and clowns. I think you should issue an apology to both clowns and the homeless. I officially apologised to down on their luck clowns <laughs> clown on their lucks <laughs> clown on their luck clowns and homeless people of las vegas i hope you're warm i hope you're safe um if you all get into like a really tiny car about 20 of you then you might keep a little bit warmer yeah yeah <laughs> that's my that's my advice to i don't know anything about las vegas because i'm an expert on las vegas but i reckon it's quite warm there you think so it'll be fine this is the sort of thing, when we were thinking about doing this show, we were, um, you know, trying to look at some Vegas facts and we found out about the clowns, but we didn't find out about anything like where it actually is in the world. It's in America, but where? It's down in America. Yeah, which bit? It's massive. Yeah, down. Down. In America. In America. Oh, America. Go down to there. America and then go down. 
Just get to it. <laughs> down vertically. Yeah. Okay. How else do you get it down? I don't, I don't know. Just like round a bit. I don't know. It's down near the bottom ish. Is it underground? Mm, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. It's underwater. Is it? But you only ever see it over water. So how does that work? It's Las Vegas, baby. <laughs> Rules of physics don't reply. No. Don't apply, and they don't reply. And they don't reply. <laughs> well, apparently it's in Nevada, towards the left coast, says Mike on uh, Twitter. The left. Where's the left? I of... thought it was on the left. No, you didn't. You thought it was down. Yeah, down to the left. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a little pocket of underwater party times on the left-hand side of America. Which you only ever see above the water. Which you only ever see above the water. I think that's what it says on the sign when you go in. Welcome to Vegas. Down on the left. Underwater. And that's it. You only ever see it above only the water. Only ever see it above the water. It's an um, That's nice. Um, so organising our impromptu kids' birthday party, they're going to get there. Uh, they're going to... Check into the hotel. Check into the hotel. A themed hotel or a regular hotel? Head count. Yeah, see, that you, that's true. Have you organised all the kids into separate groups with individual group leaders? I, I've organised them into race. <laughs> what? And green. No. <laughs> Just to start uh, segregation really early. <laughs> that sounds lovely. No, I've, um, I've organised them into height order. Oh, that's nice. And they've all... Got, they're all loaded with $50 American cash. Yeah. Um, but separated into $1 bill notes so yeah. they can stuff it down the bra of a hooker really easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like so, what, so they're in height order. Do they have to always walk in height order? Yeah. <laughs> and what, the small one at the front? Or the... And then the tallest one gets to go on the roulette wheel first. Oh, so he's at the front. Well, he, maybe he'd have to interpret for the smaller children that won't be able to see above the table. <laughs> you could have a buddy system. Hmm. A tall child and a small child, one of which can see over the table and feeds the information down. But I imagine the Two smaller one... medium-sized child <laughs> that just can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get married because they're brother and sister. <laughs> What a wonderful world we're painting. And I hear that Vegas is quite a place where, you know, conventional morals are thrown out the window. So you're allowed to use racist organisation systems and then marry your cousins. (laughs) I'd like to see the party invite. It's going to be like, there's no... Um, guarantee that your child will come back safely. Yeah. They'll either come back married... (laughs) Or or, dead. Or dead, or with a... But, you know, a more br- broader view of life. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, character building. And yeah. Vegas is famous for having lots of landmarks. Yeah. For instance, the big building. <laughs> well, I don't the know pyramid. the big building. And the Sphinx. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Vegas has um, lots of big world landmarks shrunk down to make mini world bits. But no, um, recreated. in America they have that big cliff with faces in it. <laughs> I don't think it's just any faces. <laughs> Mount just Rushmore. Happy faces. Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. It's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. The kids would look like that. They would. What if we smashed them all into a wall? Yeah. Yeah, we won't do that though. They've got enough problems as it is. Yeah, they're kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're absolutely right well what i think it would be nice would be to get some of you guys involved a little bit so i'm gonna in a minute try and get charlie on the line see if we can talk to charlie but while we're doing that have a think about if you've got any vegas questions as has been established so far me and rich are pretty much vegas experts and charlie when you hear charlie there's nothing that man doesn't know about vegas so um yeah just tweet us in at flat 29 is the best way to do it because the other forms of communication don't seem to be quite working so at flat 29 us and charlie is a walking talking wikipedeman (laughs) wikipedeman (laughs) well let's try and call him now and see if we can get it to work um but yeah vegas questions absolutely anything you'd like anything you want anything you need we got it there's one already dan go on then callum riddle okay hit me does what happens in vegas stay in vegas it's <sighs> a good question um does it depend on what happens it does especially if you organize one of these uh funerals we were talking about yeah because you definitely happen in vegas and then you stay in vegas. <laughs> you you happen in vegas <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then spiritually, at least you stay there. I don't know. Yeah. It's but. probably best not to bring Vegas back out to the rest of the world. Yeah. Let's keep it there. It's, we can't have that kind of behaviour across the, the world, certainly. So what happens, I'm interested after the funeral, where you've been, <laughs> where the when spikes come down, when you've, when you've when happened. You've been stabbed in the coffin. What happens to the remains? Are they left in Vegas? Do they stay in Vegas? They stay in Vegas. Where do they go? Because what happens in Vegas <laughs> stays in Vegas. You're absolutely right. Oh, oh hang on. on. Who's that giggling? Is Charlie there? I am here. Hey, Charlie. Hello. Now, <laughs> folks, you're going to have to let us know whether you can hear him. Oh, no. I've just heard people say, you are robots again, by the way. Shit. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, Ro- Robo Charlie, let's give it, let's, let's have a, bit, a, a chat with Robo Charlie. And if it's completely incomprehensible, let us know. Or if you think you can bear some, a bit of robot time for poor Charlie, <laughs> then, uh, then, we'll, then we'll press on. This man has been a robot for a few weeks now. Charlie, how are you doing? Um, pretty good. I'm, I'm struggling with my new role as a robot in Las Vegas in a coffin, giving a eulogy twice a day to unsuspecting <laughs> tourists. But uh, other than that, it's pretty good. Um, yes. Right now, I'm dressed as a pharaoh and sliding down the big pyramid in a coffin. <laughs> and when I reach the bottom, I will talk about my life. <laughs> because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Right, you are, Mr. Green. <laughs> Excellent. Robo Pharaoh is a good role. Can we call you that now? I, I feel that's um, suitable for my uh, status. Yes. <laughs> Robo Pharaoh. That's nice, Charlie. Uh, I'm glad that you're enjoying all of these events and I'm glad that you're getting into the spirit of Vegas because, you know, you go there and do a bit of gambling, but not everyone goes for the full mechanization and death. So I'm glad you're committed. Well, I mean, what happens in Vegas does stay in Vegas. So uh, you you really have to pull out all the stops, don't you? It's nice to have someone in the action. Yeah. So, Charlie, can you report to us? Can you report to us about uh, some of the things in Vegas? Have you seen any parties of children in the last couple of days? And did they look like they'd had a harrowing experience? 
I, I did see one party of children, but they were all been loading into a sort of back of a bus somewhere uh, on the grounds that they'd been lost by an errant school teacher as a, a sort of desperate bet to try and win back his money and his house. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what bus were they being loaded into? Was it? I'm, I'm not really sure. It looked like a minibus, but it had blacked out windows and skull and crossbones on the side. So may well have been some sort of chain gang, um, some sort of, you know, it's going to take them down to New Mexico and use them as slaves for drug trafficking. I, d- I don't know. Lovely. Is it pirates? Could have been. Could have been. Um, so what we're talking about really is children are the most valuable gambling chips. <laughs> Because when you're gambling with a life, a young life, then people know you're serious. People get injured. It's because they've got tiny fingers, and so they're very good in sweatshops. So when they're given over to uh, crooked casino owners, they can then use them to, uh, you know, further the merchandise empire for the different casinos. <laughs> well, I, I like that we, we, we're in the spirit of Vegas, we're going down some very controversial alleys. <laughs> Excellent. What we do is we put the children in the coin slot machines and they hold on to the coins so that they don't slip off the edge into your wallet. And the queen employs them to do that because she's very tight-fisted with her money and that's how she's the queen and we're just her subjects. Mere men. Vegas is powered by a mix of small children hidden inside the slot machines. Yeah. Um, other children in sort of hamster wheels generating power <laughs> and then when they die their carcasses are just burnt as a third form of power <laughs> lovely but let's call them they're, by uh, their real names coin monkeys <laughs> and they're a <laughs> renewable resource as well make they more. are they are they come cheap well charlie i've got some more i've got some more vegas questions for you some questions about firstly gambling now have you actually done any gambling in your life have you are you a gambling man Bits and pieces, not not a huge amount. I mean, I don't what have bits? enough money to gamble seriously. Uh, I I play the lottery every now and then when it gets yeah. to. Uh, I'm sort of like anti-rich, you know. I I gamble because I want to win loads of money. So I I sort of enter the European lottery when it reaches a hundred million plus. Sort right. Of thing. I'm not, you know, I'm not every week addicted and, sort of thing. Have you but, ever uh, won? I mean, I'm assuming we might have been. Told. I won the princely sum of eight pounds forty. Shit! Really? Yeah. What, what did you buy? Uh, more lottery tickets. <laughs> and how did that work out? Not well, Dan. Not well. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> well, well... House always wins, Dan. What, what would make you gamble more? What would, what would convince you to do more gambling? Up until this point, the thing that normally makes me gamble more is our, uh, our mutual friend Tom Yates, because sure. he normally is the one who forces me to go to casinos. Right. I think, you know, friends going with you and saying, no, come on, it will be fun. Yeah. No, we're just, you know... A couple of hundred quid. I don't have a hundred pounds to just, so, you know... peer pressure. Blood. Yes, peer pressure very much is a, <laughs> a huge, huge part of gambling, I, I feel. Um, also, the fact that, you know, I like winning things. <laughs> That's good. You're a winner. You're a winner. <laughs> yeah. He's a competitive I haven't quite man. perfected my card counting technique yet, so um, I'm a bit, you know, not quite a winner at my blackjack. <laughs> Excellent. Robot Charlie. I have a science question for you because you're a robot and robots are science. Vegas. Uh, uh, yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you're with me. He's going with it. Vegas is in the middle of the desert. Where does all the water come from? Uh, and that question comes in from uh, listener Peter Wilkin. Thanks, Peter. I would think some sort of natural spring. 
right? Like, like Spring Yard Zone on Sonic like, One or Sonic like, Two. Sonic possibly, yeah, Sonic but I, I was I was thinking more of you know a water course that rises to the surface at a convenient point and therefore. A town of but settlement. Have you played Spring Yard Zone, Charlie? Because it's set in a casino. Uh, not in about. I would think at least twelve years. It's on Sonic One, I think I remember now. Uh, and yeah, there, there, there's a casino element to it. So I don't think I've been much on Sonic One since <laughs> about you know '97. So well, you're no. obviously missing out and. Clearly, going to make you play it. I think the water in Las Vegas comes from the tears of the tiny children lost from parties gone. Ba- parties gone by. Gone by. They're they're harvested and fed to tourists. What the tears? Bottled water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need water in Vegas, really? There's lots of, like, champagne. Well, they use it in cocktails, I suppose. No, we'll just have... Instead it's actually of, something you can't quite place. If a cocktail asks for water, just put in more vodka. Instead. Yeah, well, the thing is, with the children's tears, they're quite bitter because they have such hardships. So they use them as bitters. <laughs> After an old-fashioned, you will get whiskey, children's tears, and then a little twist of lemon. Can't we just liquidise some betting chips <laughs> into a smoothie? <laughs> That's the that's the that's the dilemma with um, Vegas because you've got everything you could want all of the uh, all of the amenities that one would like to live a hedonistic lifestyle but they don't have water or basic bread but they Shit. have a lot of buffets and they make a lot of club sandwiches yeah, and that's how you've got to do it that's how you've got to live your life yeah well I've got a I've got another question in for you Charlie this one's from listener Dan who would your ideal fantasy Vegas wedding uh, with Elvis leading the ceremony, be with. So you've got a fantasy Vegas wedding. You, Charlie, are getting married. Elvis is leading the ceremony. Who are you marrying? Bearing in mind you have to be related to them. <laughs> do I? <laughs> when did yeah, that, I when did that, that come? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your so, mum, your what? sister, your brother. Or your dad. Or your dad. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. This is also Give fun. us an answer. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know. You're um, listening can... to Pressure Charlie into Incest. Princess. I don't like this game. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. I've never really felt you know the right. commitment to pick a, form a marriage. Pick Certainly a number. Not, you know. Pick a number between one and four. Ah, uh, um, four. Your dad. <laughs> Charlie's marrying his dad. There you go, Dan. I hope that answers your question. It's going to be a beautiful ceremony. Will this I, I, I think you're putting words in my mouth there. Hey, you said it. We all heard. What's important... No, I didn't. What's important really, though, Charlie, is where you're getting married in the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Not who you're getting married to. Yeah, exactly. It's, it'll be a beautiful ceremony, and that's what counts. I'm not sure there is a ghetto in Las Vegas, isn't it? It's either all ghetto or non, no ghetto at it's all. It's the name None of Elvis's uh, wedding... <laughs> Is shop it? <laughs> in the ghetto get married at the ghetto in I like the it. ghetto <laughs> and, and Rich will come and sing Charlie's that. getting married to his dad in the ghetto in the ghetto <laughs> like it well hey I think we should have a, a brief music break what do you think about that Rich 
Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we're about we're about forty minutes in. We've we've got about another twenty minutes. So I think we should do a little bit of music and then and then we'll keep taking your questions. So do keep tweeting us at flat twenty nine. Uh, get some questions about um, about Vegas. We will answer any question. Um, but Charlie, it's been lovely to speak to you. We might try and come back to you before the end of the show. Brilliant. I hope you're having a wicked time and uh, love to your dad and all the best for your upcoming union. I'll I'll pass that on. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Right. Now, uh, hopefully now we're back in full quality, good quality, all sounding beautiful. Rich is going to grab a guitar and we're going to have a go at singing a song, I think. We're going to give it a bloody go. A musical poem to music. That's what a song is, yeah. It's like a motion picture set to song music. Yeah. So we're going to sing a song now called uh, Spying on a Woman from Waitrose. Waitrose. Now, we've been away for quite a while. We have, Flat 29. We haven't done a podcast for a little bit. We haven't really addressed that yet. Um, We've been off working on some songs and shit. Basically, we're doing an album which should be out in the next, I don't know, maybe month or so. I hope so. We're still putting the final touches there. We're getting there, though. We're getting there. And uh, once we've done that, we'll be we'll be back on with the uh, regular podcasts. Um, but we've been working on this album. So the album contains lots of songs that we've done uh, previously in the past and some new stuff as well and uh, and some changes. And so what we're going to sing for you now is the song Spying on a Woman from Waitrose with some new lyrics slightly rewritten for our new album this is a kind of teaser it is this is spying on a woman from waitrose which is a posh supermarket oh yeah posh supermarket go for it rich I saw a beautiful girl in Waitrose Standing next to me in the queue She was buying a bag of mixed lettuce leaves And she smelled of sweet perfume She left behind her Waitrose loyalty card I thought it must be a sign So I followed her all the way back to her home I watched her get undressed until she closed the blind I'm gonna spy on you I'm gonna invade privacy I'll take a picture of you when you're on the loop A camera's in your room and watch you on TV And then I'll raid your bins I'll steal your identity I'll withdraw all your funds Have dinner with your mum Cause I'm lonely And I'm a bit of a freak I spy on you on the bus I spy on you on the bus I spy on you on the train I spy on you on the I spy on you in the day I spy on you in the night Sometimes I infringe on your human rights By taking samples of your DNA From discarded cigarettes and pizza trays I think I'll build a clone so I won't be alone And then I'll spy on the clone at home all day. I'm gonna spy on you. Oh, I'm invading your privacy. Oh, I'll do a sketch of you, which I can spy on too. Oh, Cause when you're on A4, I only want you more. Oh, and then I'll color you in. Oh, I'll make some photos. 
photocopies ah, And then I'll hang them all up on my gallery wall Cause I'm artsy And I'm also a spy People say, Rich, why oh why Did you become a secret spy? I said I watched a film that involved a spy And ever since that day I've acted like a spy But spying has changed when the passage of time A wannabe spy can just go online And get their information with a click of a mouse While I'm doing a sketch outside Dan's house I'm gonna spy on you Come round for tea And then I'll raid your bins Steal your identity I'll make a shrine of your belongings On my bedroom wall Cause I'm lonely And I'm a bit of a That was Spying on a Woman from Waitrose. You'll be able to hear it on our new album, which we're doing at the moment. But you can't buy it yet because we haven't done it yet. But I hope you enjoyed but that. when we've done it, when we've you, done can it, have it. you can have it. <laughs> and it'll be good. Well, now, Rich, we know a lot about Las Vegas and you know a lot about it because you've seen a film. What have film have you film. seen? I've seen a film. The film is The Hangover. Let me set the scene for you, Dan, because I know you've not I've seen it. I've not seen The film. Hangover. I'm sure most people have seen The Hangover. I've not seen it. But that is, before we start, this is all your knowledge of Las Vegas yeah, in its entirety. Yeah, this is all I know it? about it. So, so. so using that as a reference point, what's that, it like? <laughs> well, what happens in Las Vegas is men go to Las Vegas right. for a good time. Just men? Just men. Okay. Well, Men go to Vegas. Other people are already there. But they go there to have a good time. How did they get there? I don't know. They're just that's there. the mystery. And that's what keeps you watching. <laughs> um, and they don't address that mystery in the film. No. Maybe that's number three. That's what, that's, you know, the replay value is high because of that. <laughs> okay, alone. good. So um, there's loads of men and they want a good time. There's men going for a good time because one of them is getting married, but right. not in Las Vegas. What? So he's not related to his potential okay. potential wife. <laughs> That's his what fiance. You you romantic old bloke. That's what you. I call mine. Good, That's wife. what Rich calls it. Good day, potential wife. And I like potential because it implies that it <laughs> yeah. could change. Even on the day, you're only potential. <laughs> hey it's, mate. Till it's made formal. <laughs> okay, so men go for a good time on their stag do. Okay. Yeah. Um oh no. They've had such a good time. Right. They've lost one of them. Oh, shit. Like into slavery? Possibly into slavery okay. because they thought they were a young child betting chip. Right. Um, so basically then you have a really hard time finding your lost friend. Right. But then... Is there hilarious consequences? The hilarious consequences that it's hilarious that you can't find him. <laughs> It sounds hilarious. Um, you stumble across a monkey. Right. 
and you know that's part of it that features heavily i you think i saw it on the poster you. no it's a baby actually yeah are you I, mixing them up i'm now? mixing them up there's two of these films about oh. men that go to places for a good time <laughs> that's what that would be a better title that, that weird because the hangover <laughs> i've forgotten it already yeah me too Yes, basically, The Hangover is an accurate portrayal of what would happen in Vegas. You go for a good time, you get lost, bad things happen, um, you know, you get trapped in a slot machine, (laughs) good things happen at the end because you get found when you go home. So, I mean, it's good comparatively, you Mm. get found. But you can't make up for everything that's gone on in between. So it's Harold, it's not good then, it's not a fun time. You lose a tooth. Do you? That's something that happens. Okay. Um, it sounds like, I mean, this is a, an you upbeat You get tasered. Film. You get right. tasered. Okay. And you steal a police car. <laughs> I don't want to do it. This is what happens. Yeah. I just, I don't think I'm going to go to Vegas now. Um, a fat man with a beard provides you with um, the funnies. <laughs> <laughs> and do, are you is he issued at the airport or do you have to bring your own he is the bride's brother okay oh and groom as well yes yes okay so all right that's nice he provides the funnies he drugs you <laughs> right with rupees that is funny <laughs> that is funny that's what happens he's bringing the funnies well <laughs> Well, uh, if you're interested, folks, this has been a little trailer for a service that Rich is going to be offering, which is you don't have to watch films anymore because Rich will just tell you in a roundabout way what happens. It's (laughs) better than watching the actual thing. Yeah, I enjoyed it more. Well, I don't know if you've noticed, Dan, but the great Luke Ski has asked us a question about The Hangover, which you actually addressed to Charlie. But um, I feel more qualified. But he's dead now. He's dead, and I don't think Charlie's watched the film. Yeah. But he could probably answer the question. Uh, the Great Leakski says, when Flat 29 does the British remake of the film, The Hangover, what will the plot be? And will there be any celebrity guest stars? So well, who will we be? Will we be us? I think or? we'll be the men looking for a good time. So who's getting married? Charlie's marrying his Charlie's dad. Charlie's marrying his dad, so <laughs> he wants... Um, to have a good time on the stag. Yeah. So Dan says, let's go to Las Vegas. But are we going to Vegas? I think we should go to somewhere in Britain. I think we should go to like Dorset. No, let's the, go to the, the English Vegas. <laughs> no, where is actually equivalent? Blackpool? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. That's got the that's... Illuminations, hasn't it? Yeah. I can imagine That's that. the band, the yeah. Illuminations. So, so we go to Blackpool to yeah. have a good time. Yeah, Pleasure Beach. Um, it is a pleasure mm-hmm. beach. So it's, um, been a, it's been a pleasure beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say when you leave um, Blackpool. But then we go for a night out of yeah. ballroom dancing. Oh, and, nice. And classy. on the roller coasters. Yeah. So that's what happens in Blackpool. Wh- in what order? I, either. Doesn't matter. Same time. But yeah. then I drug us with candy floss. <laughs> yeah, including yourself. Including <laughs> myself. <laughs> the candy floss is laced with... Um, What's that date rape drug? Well, rape, no. Yeah. You're, you're date raping yourself and us. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, <laughs> what do you it, hope to achieve because, by this? Well, then there's low risk. Oh, okay. Well, just because we're just unconscious. Just in case. Um, <laughs> and then bad things happen. Yeah. Um, what? Charlie has a go on a helter skelter yeah is he is he under the influence of date right yeah but then when he gets to the top he realizes he's actually afraid of heights oh shit and then there's only one way down 
because yeah. the stairs is a one-way system. <laughs> and the man at the top <laughs> refuses to let him go back down. He's, he's, a, uh, he's a bit of a job's worth. He's a stickler for the rules. And to get our celebrity counts in, yeah. uh, George Clooney is the man at the top <laughs> of the helmet Because he looks like someone that would operate in a fairground, doesn't he? <laughs> Yeah, I've always thought that of George Clooney. He looks like the sort of man who'd be up there at the top of a helter skelter, but who would not let you get down the stairs. Yeah, wearing a flat cap and a <laughs> yeah. smelly old coat. So, that would be a good, like when that happened in the cinema and Charlie was denied and you looked up and it was Clooney just like waving his finger like, oh no, you don't. Everyone would, uh, applause would just... Guaranteed Oscar. Yeah, that's it. Clooney as the fairground operator was amazing. And then, Dan, you go to a stripper. Yeah. Who is Angelina Jolie. Oh, really? And, but actually, she's not a stripper. What is she? Because that would be too like Las Vegas. She works in the chip shop. (laughs) That is a real come down. (laughs) She's a a stripper. Now she just works. But she still does a dance around a pole. Okay. With battered fish. (laughs) And. what, like holding one in each hand? Yeah, <laughs> and, and you have to put um, you have to put chips in her bikini. Right. Okay. <laughs> High risk because the chips are very hot. And the bat, the fat, and everything. Yeah. How's that involved? So guaranteed Oscar. Yeah, guaranteed Oscar. So, so hang on. Am I? Is she also serving me chips, or am I just watching her dance? The dance is for the chips. <laughs> yeah, but she's got the chip. Oh no. <laughs> What I've got the chips. Yeah. <laughs> you have now. That's just a side story. <laughs> the, the mechanics of this transaction are boggling. So I go into a fish and chip shop and I've got some chips and I give them to the person working there. Yeah. <laughs> and then she sells them on. It's a role reversal. <laughs> but Love we it. need we need more of a story arc, so Charlie gets lost. Yeah. Um where does he get lost? Uh, he gets lost in uh, in the sea in the arcade. Well, we don't know where he's lost. <laughs> That's part of the That's thing. The we point. look in the sea. We look in the arcade. We look on the um, dance, dance revolution game. We go up the hell to skelter, and then we can't come back down because Clooney's having none of it. So yeah. we have to. We have to go on yeah. the skelter. Yeah. So, but where does he turn up? Um, he turns up. It turns up. He was actually battered in the fish <laughs> that the Angelina, Angelina Jolie was like had him sexually dancing around with <laughs> and then at the end Charlie manages to get home on time and um, get married to his dad and it's a happy ever after and the uh, the vicar is George Clooney <laughs> again oh and it's like it's <laughs> yeah. amazing when he turns up again because you're like hey aren't you the hell to scout a guy and he's like yeah I moonlight <laughs> as a vicar <laughs> Oh, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. Well, Moonlit Vicar. We've only got, guys, another about sort of six or seven minutes. So if you've got any more Vegas questions, now's the time. Now's the time uh, for us to answer your Vegas questions. So I'm going to fire another one at you. This is from from listener Mike. He says, where can you find homosexual hookers in Las Vegas? Where are they? Well, slot machines. <laughs> what, in or around? In. In. Why is everyone in slot machines in your know. vision of Vegas? <laughs> um, where can we find them? There must be some kind of index that you like can look through. Like a directory. Through. Yeah, a directory. A gay directory. 
a bi-rectory. <laughs> a gay bi GBLT directory. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, that would be nice and it would be useful. So if such a thing exists, I'm, there must be. It must be online. Well, nowadays, you must be able to get an app. Nowadays, um, everything's online, isn't it? Everything's Even online. Even hookers. Even hookers. So you actually conduct so the whole do, transaction online. Yeah, you do. Everyone's got a phone that does the web nowadays. Yeah. And vibrates. And vibrates. Mm. So what happens is you text uh, 69. Of course. Because that's a sexy number. That's a sex thing. And then the nearest available hooker... Will rush to you. It's like a kind of emergency service. Will rush to you. (laughs) But there's no guarantee on what they are. There's no guarantee on sexuality. Because everything's a gamble in Las Vegas. It could be a woman. It could be a man. Could be your dad. It could be your dad. It could be your sister. Could be Charlie's dad. Yeah. Yeah. I can... Hear him tearing <laughs> his hair out right now. So it's a gamble. You're absolutely right. We, we, we're keeping the questions coming in. Another question from listener Robin. If you were in Vegas now, what would you be doing? If we were in Vegas right now? Well, silly question. I am in Vegas. Yeah. No. Um, if I was in Vegas right now... Gambling. Gamboling. I'd be gamboling. Do you know about gamboling? No. It's um it's what the word you use to describe lambs jumping through a field. Is it? Yeah, gamboling. I'd rather know. do that. Yeah. The lambs gamble in Lambs really just are a gamble themselves. <laughs> You're getting a lamb. The thing is, every adult lamb comes to a point in their life. <laughs> When they've got to think about whether they can take on the extra responsibility of having a lamb. <laughs> Did I say an adult lamb? Yeah, but you I mean a sheep. A sheep. <laughs> There's a word for that. Um, so <laughs> it's a gamble having a lamb. It is, it's, yeah. You've got to think about it. And there's you've got to go to the uh, lambly planning units. And it's going to die one way planning. or the other, either in childbirth or yeah. lambbirth or when slaughter to the, um, to the meat-making factories yeah yeah but we're all gonna die rich yeah but either in gonna... las vegas with a uh, coffin stabbing ex- stabbing or you know just one day or another so so just don't have any babies i think i'd be doing the washing up if i was in las vegas right now what while everyone else was out having fun well yeah because who's cleaned the dishes <laughs> you're right you're, you're absolutely out 24 right. hours partying gambling <laughs> casinoing yeah funeraling you're not going to have time. Exactly. And dishwashers don't exist in last week. No, no, no. They've been quarantined. Well, I think uh, we're nearly about there, unfortunately. It's 21.59. I think we probably better go. Uh, should we do a <laughs> outro? Oh, yes. (laughs) But while Rich grabs the guitar, thank you very much to everyone who listens in. And thank you for those of you, and I hope you can still hear us, actually live in Vegas. We'd have loved to have chatted to do a bit more. It was all freaking out and going insane. But I hope you've had a wicked uh, Pride 48 weekend. It sounds like it's been really good fun. We've been listening to bits and pieces. It's been really good. And I hope you've in some way enjoyed this. And uh, we'd love to to see you again. Call us. Just give us a call. Yeah, cool. Well, hey, Flat 29 News, we'll be back soon. We're finishing our album. We'll be back on the podcast, so look out for us. Um, But, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. We've missed you. Yeah. Are you all right? How's it going? How's that project you were working on? I bet it's great. 
You're so talented. I know. Let's hook up. Let's meet up. Text us on 16. We've, we've, now we've finished flirting with every single part of our listenership. Let's go. We've been Flat29. Thank you for listening in and we'll see you next time. things that we could explore Documented in a series of sex tapes I'm not sure what we did those for Flat 29's Big, Big Book of, of Everything Burn all the textbooks cause they're obsolete With our attempts to rewrite history By making podcasts every other week Bye